It's now time for Cappy, the Real Paranormal Podcast with host Johnny Rushing, the founder and lead investigator of Central Alabama Paranormal Investigations. We now take you to the studio for today's show. Here is Johnny Rushing. Hello, everybody. It is time for another Cappy, the Real Paranormal, where we talk about nothing but the real paranormal. Because why, John? Why do we do that? Why do we talk about nothing but paranormal? Because we're paranormal investigators. That is a very good reason. Yes. That is a very good reason. That's that's the main well, I mean, secondary reason. <laughs> As always, I have my illustrious host, John Big Dog Bowen. Hey guys, how's it going? Yay, the crowd goes crazy. Oh, no, not the crowd. <laughs> Stage fright. We also have the beautiful, the amazing, the southern belle as she is. Beth is here. Hello. Hello. Hey, Bethy, Beth. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Good, sister. It's going so, yeah. so great now that you're here. Uh, you know what? Only good the, to hear it. the only thing that could top today is if we had Tom here, too. Yeah, too bad. He Hello. Hey, oh, Tom is here. Hello. Good talking bad about him, Johnny. <sighs> the crowd goes crazy. I'm here. <laughs> I, I promise right. you that was, that was Johnny talking bad about you, Tom, not me. That's I right. don't doubt it. That's right. <laughs> not one bit. <laughs> Tom knows I love him. <laughs> he abuses me so much I've gotten used to it. Oh, no. Don't say <laughs> that. Home, home don't say that. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Smooth housing by proxy. <laughs> that's, it. that's it. I hurt you because so, I love you. <laughs> what's up? What's happening, fella? How how was your day? Oh man, it's been a it's been a hot day. It's hot out there. Good oh, lord. Gosh. Lord, yes. Over three digits all day on the uh, little thermometer on the car. Oh yeah. Oh, wow. Three digits all day today. It wouldn't go down. Good grief. Oh, it's crazy. You could be in the car with the AC. Night, so. Yeah, we were in the car with AC blaring, and, and it was great. It felt good. I think we even kind of got a little bit of chill. And then we park at a stop that we had to make, and before and we park, what, 10 feet from the door? And by the time we get from the car to open the door to go into the building, we're dripping sweat. Where do we stop, right. Yeah, exactly. I know. And what, what, what was that, John? So where do we stop? Where did we stop? One of our stops today was one of my favorite stops. Well, okay, which one? It's the one that's sponsoring tonight's show. They call it Tally Ho. Tally Ho! <laughs> Get that box. Yeah. <laughs> Tally Ho Restaurant right here in Selma, Alabama, sponsoring tonight's show. We want you guys to go out there and patronize them as much as possible because that is, I mean, fine dining. Yeah. That's that's it. That's 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 where you're going to go. I mean, why would you go anywhere else when you got Tally Ho right there? I mean, exactly. I mean, they've got a really nice bar area if you're if you're into some uh, adult drinks. I mean, I love adult beverages. Adult beverages. And uh they have a wonderful menu. Uh I tried some of those uh, uh biscuits that they have, the sweet biscuits. Uh, man. Oh, yes. <sighs> we had the uh the oysters. The oysters were incredible. Oh, they were so good with oh, the hot gosh. sauce. Oh. Oh, you're you're speaking best you're speaking language. Speaking my now. language now. Oh, they, yeah, you, when you, the next time you guys are down, we're definitely going to Tally Ho and getting us a big old platter of oh, those oysters. Oh, yes. Oysters, yeah. cold cold beer and friendship. Well, what what else do you need? Oh, man. Nothing better. Nothing better. So everybody go down there. Y'all don't have to wait on us. Go down there right now. They're open right now. As a matter of fact, they open up at 5 o'clock. They are at 509 Mangum Avenue here in Selma, Alabama. So definitely go there. I think they open until, what, 9? 9. Yeah, 5 to 9 every weekday. and um, We've not had the pleasure yet, but I, but we do hear really good things about Tally. Oh, so we're, a- we're really looking forward to it. 
it's an experience. I mean, just the the decorations there. I mean, beautiful, beautifully decorated as well. Wonderful staff there. I mean, nicest people they ever want to meet. Yes, yes, awesome. super, awesome. super nice people. Our waitress was just amazing. She's she was, a little angels. What she was, she really is. She's Lord. awesome. I, I don't remember her name though. Oh. I'd give her a shout out, but I can't yeah. remember her name. Well, we'll, we'll get it tonight. Because yeah. guess where we're going to, tonight, Johnny? Oh, I'm so we're jealous. Not, we're not actually going back to Talio, are we? Yeah. John, you're my hero. Yes, I, I know. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Oysters. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Steak and oysters, baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so definitely you guys go down there, tell them thank you. Let them know that you heard about them from Cappy, the Real Paranormal Radio Show on Kick Country 101.5 because we want them to know. We want them to know that it was a good idea to be one of our sponsors. Oh, yeah. We want them to know exactly. that, um, that, that people heard about it here. So definitely go check that out. It's Saturday night. You have nothing else to do. Go to Tally Ho. All right, John, what are we talking about tonight? What are we going to what, what do you want to what do you want to bend the ears with tonight? Well, since we have our equipment manager here, I wanted to talk about some uh, some paranormal equipment. That is an awesome topic. Mm-hmm. That really is because um, it's one of the most important things. Yep. I agree. We can go out and uh, investigate and come up with some pretty cool stuff and some personal experiences and maybe some sightings and stuff like that. But if you don't have the proper equipment, you have to document it. Yeah. You know what they call a paranormal investigator without equipment? Um, a, a person, a liar. That's true. <laughs> it's not, it's not what you, it's not what you say. It's what you can, what you can prove. That's right. Show. It's what you can prove. That's right. Because in this field, there's so many skeptics that, uh, that's the first thing out of their mouth is whenever you tell them what happened, they're like, uh, uh-uh. uh, <laughs> that's pretty common uh-uh. uh-uh picture it didn't happen and that's uh that's uh southern for you're lying <laughs> i think i think your line is, is is southern for your line too you're lying you're lying <laughs> so yeah you get a whole bunch of uh-uh so the equipment that's that's what we need to do that's what we need to have um but yeah we, when i first started out you know what i had what'd you have i had a pencil a pad. I had a voice, or not a voice recorder, but a reel-to-reel recorder. Not many people know what a reel-to-reel. Those things were like the size is. of suitcases, weren't they? Yeah, like a briefcase. A briefcase. Like, yeah, it was huge. Mm. It had these two big wheels on it that spun the tape, and usually didn't do real good. There was always a lot of pops and ticks, and which is good if you're listening to an old song on a record, but not when you want to record for uh, EVPs. No, right. So, uh, yeah, that's that's what I had. And then I finally got a, um, and I had a flashlight, too. I did get a video camera a few years after that. Really? Yeah, it was about the size of a boom box. But, yeah, that's what I started out with. And now I have all of that plus so much more on my cell phone. You know, people often ask me, you know, why is the paranormal so much more relevant and so much more active now than it was 50 years ago? And I always tell them the same thing. It's not. There's no more activity now than there was then. It's just our equipment is evolving. Yeah. You know, the technology is catching up to the field. And it's becoming more affordable, so more people are out there doing it. Exactly. It's like the written exactly. word, almost. And that's that's why one of the reasons why we do what we do is so that we can show people what it works and what doesn't work and how to do this and how to do that and shy them away from silly stuff like spirit boxes and stuff. Uh-oh. Oh, my goodness. I knew she was going to say uh, yep. that. There we go. <laughs> I, I, I just heard a pressure valve go. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the best person to talk to us about equipment tonight would be our equipment manager. What do you think? Agreed. Tom. Oh, boy. 
put me on the spot, why don't you? Right, right up under the bus, right up under. Exactly, the bus. exactly. Well, uh, that's great, and and we'll I'll be glad to. One thing I think that we should suggest, uh, if you're joining us uh, for the first time, or, or you've been here but you don't realize that we have a really really nice website. It's capyparanormal.com. And you can log on to that website and play along with us, and you can see some of the equipment. Just go down and click on the tab for equipment or gear, and you can follow along and talk about some of the gear. And while you're there, you can check out the link to our merch. You might want to pick up some Cappy merch. So just something you can kind of interact with us as we go along. Look at that shameless plug. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's right. Well, it's not like our our – wonderfully crafted website was made by anyone that you know we love and care about greatly exactly yeah. exactly the lovely Beth. our exactly. case manager beth made that website guys go check it out absolutely go check it out just like tom said it's cappy c-a-p-i paranormal.com c-a-p-i paranormal.com go check it out you will love it john they can meet the team there they can they can actually see pictures of the team and read little bios and see the uh different pieces of evidence and equipment and the, the stuff that some, we have vetted and, and no works. And, and there's also some uh, articles in there that we've written. Absolutely. So yeah, yeah, definitely go check that out. And that was a great idea that Tom just had too. Mm-hmm. I like that. Go, go right now while you're listening to the show, go there. And as we talk about the pieces of equipment, you can check them out and see them. Exactly. That's hey. how many times do you get to see what you're talking about on the radio? Exactly. Just exactly. don't do it if you're driving. That doesn't happen. Yeah, no, so. don't, don't. this has got to be an at-home at activity. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, don't do don't it driving. driving. Well, I guess uh, uh, the most obvious place to start would be the very first piece of equipment I ever used when I was with Cappy because it was, you know, you bring us, as we come in and we train, we go along kind of slowly and we learn each piece of equipment. And the first thing I ever used was a K2 meter. And a lot of people don't realize that this a lot of the equipment we're going to talk about wasn't necessarily made for the paranormal industry. It was or it was made for something else. You know, they have different uses besides what we use them for. They just happen to work really good for what we do. So a K2 meter is one of the items that we use, and it picks up and lets us know when we have high energy fields. You know, it lets us measure what kind of energy is being put out or what kind of energy is in the vicinity of where we're working. Right. So, yeah. mm-hmm. And that, to me, when the K2s first came out a few years ago, I say a few years ago. It's been probably 15 now. To me, it's a few years ago. But when they first came out, Tom's right. They wasn't. They were actually made for electricians. Yeah. But what it does is, is it replaced a piece of equipment, the old EMF meters. And EMF, for those that don't know, is electromagnetic fields. And they can be, that field can be aggravated or rearranged or displaced in some way whenever a spirit is gaining energy or taking energy. And that piece of equipment that we had before which was the emf meter it just kind of did a broad range you know it just did a broad range of emf it, it was in the area so it, right it, it'd be like an entire room yeah it, maybe not the entire room depending on the size but in your general in your vicinity yeah you know around you you know there was a that, that high concentration of uh, electromagnetic and, field and, and already in some of the in, in some of the shows that we that we've done already we've talked about thing you know where we get a high reading of k2 and and it it led us to you know to work and concentrate more in that area because of and we've also talked about how we've been fooled by other things being there you know uh you know clock radios and and wi-fi and things like that that will also pick up so you got to be careful and 
and know what you're checking or what what's right. near you while you're doing. You want to find your energy sources, and that's one of the things we do to have to rule out. Okay, is this a is this a, a entity or is this a energy that we're picking up from that, or are we picking it up from an outlet that's under the bed and we didn't realize that that type of thing. Yeah. Right, 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 and that's what this K two did. Is it brought that down? You know, right. instead of having that area of EMF, it pinpointed it. And so right. that was, it let us find it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So that's, that's amazing. A piece of equipment. And you know, when it first came out, they were really expensive. <laughs> you can get them for like right, yeah. 15, yeah. 20 you, bucks you, now, but it used to be, there's like 175, I think. And you, you got put on a waiting list. You had to wait when you ordered it, you had to pay for it and then wait a few weeks or months to get it in. Well, now John, John, Johnny, when you first started out, what type of camera did you have? Did you have a, something that you had to develop or did you have like a, just a regular Polaroid camera? I had a regular in, Polaroid camera. Like an Instamatic? Yeah. And I went from, it, oh, had, cool. it, it was a 10 shot Polaroid. Um, flip, oh, okay. Had yeah. the flip yeah. top flash on it. And oh, man. I went from that to a um, 35 millimeter that you had to buy the separate flashes for. And uh, I, I, oh, yeah. 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 I remember. Well, I know that's the, something that if you're just getting started, that's something that you could still do. Is it not? You could still use the, the Polaroid, right? Oh, those are incredible, actually, because right. they're very, very hard to fake. Yes. A Polaroid image is very, very difficult to fake because of the way that the chemicals are all self-contained inside of the, uh, the actual picture sleeve, as it were. Right, right, exactly. And I know we have that on the website as well that you can take oh, yeah. a look at. Right, right. I actually miss the Polaroids. Hey, there, there are teams really to this do. very day that still use them and swear by them. But, I mean, why not if it works? And like I said, it's very hard to, to fake those. It really is. You know, right. these new digitals, I can take a picture of you holding up the Empire State Building. You know. Right, exactly. You know, exactly. with just they're, a little bit of software, to... you know, you can do whatever you want to. And I can make any ghost you want on, on the computer and then put it in a digital frame, you know. And now we have cameras that can, you know, two, 3,000 pictures. If, if right. Johnny... 1978, 9, and 80 came now, just came through time and came to 2023. That'd be scary. That would, that would flip my mind. And if anybody right. would have told exactly. me then that we would have the technology that we have now. Exactly. Wow. You, would, yeah, you wouldn't have believed it. Exactly. No, there's no way. Well, like, there's no way. You can't beat a Polaroid camera. You can't beat a VHS recorder. You can't beat a, a Hi8. What, what's VHS, Johnny? Yeah, right? <laughs> You, you can't, I mean, that was it, you know, I mean, there was, well, out of, out of things like that about, you know, like you were saying earlier about carrying that gigantic, you know, reel to reel around the size of a briefcase, you know, the, the digital recorders have really changed, wow. you know, what we do as well, because you, yes. you can get hundreds of hours, you know, on the size on of a, a small, pen. you know, something out of something you can hold in your hand, you, yeah. know, you can carry around the palm of your hand. It's that, crazy. That's another thing that's, I think is crucial is a crucial change for what we do you know it really works better with what we do it's well, digital recorders we have lots of those as well so oh yeah we carry around several of those as well we have them usually in every room you know and we'll do that we'll stack we'll layer things in a room you know we'll, we'll put a, a, a recorder we'll put a, a k2 meter uh we'll we'll put a camera a video camera so we we layer things in each area you know, so it, that's one thing about it. A team our size, you're, you're covered. We usually cover big places. Right. And, you know, and we've done tiny ones, but we can do big places and you're getting multiple input, you know, thanks to the, the ability to carry 
so many of them. I mean, can you imagine when you were doing this, when you first started out, can you imagine taking five reel to reel recorders with you somewhere? Right. That would have, it was crazy. And, and, you know, even, even going from that to digital, when digitals first came out, they were still, you know, pretty, Oh yeah. Yeah. They're pretty primitive. Yeah. yeah. Our first digital recorder that we started using with the team didn't have a USB port. All it did was record. That was it. I think you could get two files. <laughs> oh, wow. And that's crazy wow. when, you, when you look now that we've got some now that has like six files on it and you could do like hundreds of hours, you know, per file. And even more than that, if you've got cards to pop in there and, and it just blows my mind. It blows 1970s and 80s Johnny's mind what we can do now. And one of the biggest foo-pahs we ever had was because of a digital recorder. Oh, no. We... um recorded several investigations on this one recorder and right three yeah. of those investigations we got some evps that were amazing yeah phenomenal yeah yes just excellent awesome awesome, awesome evps and um i didn't know it but you only had to push a button one time to delete all the files johnny on that you found out the hard way yeah I, re- oh. I found out now if you push delete it says are you sure? You know which file. <laughs> you know which now file? it says right. hey. Now back back then they didn't say hey stupid. Are you sure you want to do this? It's a pretty dumb thing to do, but now it does. <laughs> it says are you sure? And every time I see that are you sure, it to me it's what it's saying is, hey dummy, do you really want to do this? Are you are you serious? Right. Because then wipe all this it. out. Right, exactly. Yeah, and so I'm I'm glad that uh, the technology is going up and advancing in, in our equipment. I really am because it helps prevent stuff like that. And it keeps right. dumb, dummies like me from making huge mistakes. But like I said, there's still something to be said for those old pieces of equipment, you know, and those old, exactly, especially the cameras or, and stuff. You know I mean? You just, you couldn't. One thing that people may not realize is that it's something that we also use a, a, quite a bit actually is a, uh, a, a device to read the temperature. You know, from in the room, can you kind of can you kind of touch base with uh, on that for people to try to kind of explain to them why we do that, why we check the the temperature in a room and then may check it again at another time? Can you kind of touch on that a little bit so people understand why yeah. we would use something like that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, just like we were talking earlier about EMFs, the electromagnetic fields, when they're displaced or whenever they're concentrated more here than they were there, you know, we get those readings. Same thing with temperature variances. Um, you've heard, I know everybody's heard of the old cold, cold spots. spots. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, we've got cold spots all we over Cold here. spots everywhere. Did Close the, con- the window. <laughs> Did the air conditioning exactly. just kick on? <laughs> right. Oh. Um, but what, what, what's happening there is if it is an entity or a paranormal, then what's happening there is, is it's a uh, temperature variances. If we walk into a room and when we first start an investigation, one of the first things we do is we look for, um, a baseline EMF. We look for baseline temperature variances, and we look for baseline CO2. Um, hopefully, our baseline CO2 is zero. <laughs> yeah, and that's another thing I was going to ask you about, with because we, we do carry a monitor for that. What, what's the significance in that for CO2? What, what, would, what, what would be the reason that we'd need to know that? <laughs> because just like um, large amounts of EMF, the kind of, like we talked about on a previous show, that how it can affect us uh, as far as, how we feel, headaches, tummy aches, 
nausea, vomiting, hallucinations, audible and visual. Right. Um, right. CO2s can also make us kind of get a little loopy, you know. A little, get a little giddy. Yeah. A little, little giddy. A little punch drunk, as they call yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Kill you. Yeah. It, that's that just was, before the death part. Yeah. yeah. So. That, <laughs> <laughs> right. That and, was the reason. That's another thing. The reason I asked that question is because that was the second thing I did. For Cappy, <laughs> I was yeah. the guy going around doing that. You yeah, know, the CO2. So yeah. that was kind of the, yeah, the so second, something, yeah, the second job. That's something that we don't that we want to know, not just for us, but for our clients too. Because if they've been sitting in here, you know, and they're saying, you know, ever since all this started happening, I've been getting headaches and feeling bad and everything. Yeah, you got exactly. A, you got a huge CO2 problem here. And now, used to be all you could have was like smoke detectors, but now houses have smoke detectors and CO2 mm-hmm. detectors yeah. too, because that that. Especially if you have an in-house heating system and stuff like that, you can really get a CO2 going there. So that's a huge, huge thing when it comes to that. Because remember, no matter what piece of equipment you're using, no matter what we're doing, what the investigation is, or what type of entity that we're dealing with, the biggest thing that we're doing is trying to explain it naturally. Right? We go in to debunk. I mean, when we pass, when we die, when we go to the other side, when we second parallel, when we, I think I've got that across. Is that enough? We unalive. When we're when we're unalive. Unalive. Right? unalive. When we're no longer in skin. Uh we don't lose anything except for our want, need, and desire of energy. You know, anything that we do requires energy, even when we're in skin. So whenever we die, that doesn't change. We still need that energy to communicate, to whatever it is that we're wanting to do. Push that bottle cap across the floor, you know, whatever we want to do. Throw that picture frame at Johnny's face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got to have that energy to do it. So a lot of times that energy can come from us. Um, It's not uncommon for an investigator or several investigators to become suddenly fatigued because that energy is just stripped away from you. And the atmosphere can also be a source of energy. And what happens when you take energy away? The area that the energy has been taken from gets cold. It gets colder, right. And if you put energy right. in, right. it gets warmer. Yep. So that's where we get cold spots. So what is the first thing we do when we get a cold spot? Do we say, hey, there's an entity here? No. Yeah. Check no. the surrounding area for possible sources. Exactly. That's what we want to do. We want to look for a source for that cold spot. And that's what we do. We go anywhere in that room. We look for cracks in the wall. We look for vents. We look for windows. We look for doors. Everything. But if we can't explain it, we can't find out where it came from, and it's condensed into a ball, a spot, and a spot doesn't have any. A spot is a spot, right? It's, it's just not, a one it's not area, a circle. right? It's just it's just a one area, and there's no source of you know anywhere around that spot is going to be seventy two degrees, while inside that spot it's sixty two or sixty eight. Right. So which way, which I've experienced. Right. right you know, yeah. in, in, mm-hmm. in an investigation in Montgomery, that that happened to me, and you even right. you got the the thermal, you know, and, and, and verified it, you know, and it, it, we didn't find any source of air or coolness or anything like that. So, and that's, that's to me is when it really gets fun. You know what All I'm right. saying? When you, you've ruled everything out and now, you know, you, you had this and, and you, you, now you got to try to figure out why, you know, but you've ruled out all the normal things. You know? Right. Right. You, you that's, can't that's debunk always. it. Yeah. And th- I have exactly. to tell you, cold spots are one of my favorite things in the world when it comes to doing an investigation because you can have right. an EMF detection of, you know, 10 plus milliglosses or whatever. You can have personal experiences. Someone can get touched or door, whatever. You can have all that stuff happen, but a cold spot means, and it's a, if it is verified as a cold spot, it's one of my favorites because that means that entity is gathering energy for something. Right. 
So usually right if you have a good spot, right. right, if you have a cold spot, usually, wait a minute, something's about to happen. You know, you, you, there's a good chance that that energy was gathered for a reason. Crazy. Well, I know we, we tend to talk about some of the more advanced equipment and things like that, but it's it amazes me. And that's the one thing about doing this is actually kind of fun is you can do something as simple as a flashlight. Uh, the you flashlight know, stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's know, probably one of my favorites. That's one of best favorites. And, it, and it's, it's, it's as simple as a little one of these little flashlights. I don't want to say a name because we don't have a sponsor for that. But, but it's one of these little flashlights where you turn the head of it to turn it on or off. The and, twist and those are... Do what now? Twist top. It's a twist top yeah. flashlight. Yeah. Twist top flashlight. <laughs> and and those are just that's just kind of a cool thing. And it just kind of shows you how you can get into this without spending a whole bunch of money to start with. You're gonna get the bug and 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 then you're gonna want all the other bells and whistles to go with. But you can do something as simple as a flashlight study and get results. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think yeah. I think that's really I think that's really cool that you can take something that simple and get results. Yeah, you get a a response and you keep getting responses and at the exact time that you would expect to get a response is just amazing that feeling is I really love good that. and a lot of this equipment and stuff that we use is as i said earlier we have multiples on it and and when when i first started with the group we we just used um as far as video went we just used you know handheld video cameras which are great there's yeah. nothing wrong with them mm. they, they they do just fine but as you, as Beth was saying earlier, we kind of, we kind of kicked up the game a little bit on that with what we use now, which is on the website. You can look at it as well, and and we've adapted it. And I, I think that right there has really given us a better edge. What, what device kind of, is that, Tom? Do I know? Which what device is that for for those the cameras, the, the digital cameras the, that we the, use, the, DVR? the, the infrared. Yeah, the DVR. The DVR set. Okay, cool. I was just yeah. clarifying. Yeah, and that's the, that's the, to me, that's one of the better pieces that we've kind of adapted. You know, it's not made for that. It's not what we, what you would normally use it for, but it works pretty well, and, and it gives us a, it gives us the advantage, especially the system that we use, to where we can go back and look at anything in real time, and never miss anything. You know, exactly. you, with the with the. Handhelds, you could rewind it and look at something that you thought you may have seen while you were recording, but then you stop recording you know, while you do that. That it's, right there blew my mind. That's when the yeah, 70s yeah. and 80s Johnny's popped up. Whenever he told me that, when he was showing me that system, and he said, look, we can actually, if something happens, someone sees something, hears something, something moves, something's not where we left it, the ball is moved, the doll is over, you know, whatever. If we want to go back and look at that while we're still investigating. Right. I can stop this camera, go back and look at this, but the camera's still going to record while we're looking at it. Yeah. We never and miss anything. Video is, you know, it's, 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 it's hard to sit there and look at 1500 pictures and, and stay focused. It's hard to sit there and listen to hours upon hours upon hours of digital audio. Mm-hmm. But to me, video because there's so much going on. A picture, you can graph it. And what I mean by graphic is, uh, and you imagine a graph. You a know, grid? In that picture. Yeah, like a grid. And you study each circle or each square in that grid. And then go on. But a video, because stuff is moving, you know, it's hard to focus your eyes, you know, in certain right. areas. Especially when you're I, dealing with uh, infrared. Right, right. Right. I think that probably the, 
for me, the one of the best pieces of evidence that, that I've seen or that was just amazing to me was we, we did a, we, we were, we had a camera set up. We, we had them in several rooms, but we had them in a room where there had been some activity and the camera looked into an open door, like a, like an ensuite restroom yeah. or the bedroom. Yeah. Master, and, master bedroom. Yeah. And it was in complete darkness and, and, but we were able to see the orb, the illuminating orb light up the light switch panel. Yeah. You know, as, as it passed in front of it. And we couldn't see that with the naked eye, but we did see it with the infrared. And to me, that was probably one of the most amazing pieces of evidence that I've, I've been a part of capturing. Yes. And yeah, that for was that, awesome. it was an illuminating orb that was floating across this room and it just lit the light panel up that you could not see until it did that because it was pitch black. I mean, you could see the, the outline of the, of the panel, but you put this to lit it up. Yeah. where you could see the, the, the switch and everything. And to me, that's one of the most fascinating pieces of evidence I've ever been a part of catching. Yeah, I, 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 I love that way. And that same night, we got a lot of strobes, too. We sure oh, did. Tons. Yeah, tons yeah. Of. We got a lot of strobing orbs there, too. Yeah, and I'm not sure we would have picked that up with a, with a regular with a regular, you know, handheld video camera. I, I, I'm not sure we would have. You know, even, even in night you know, mode or whatever. I'm not sure we would have caught that. I, I yeah, so, I'm, not, I'm I'm not quite sure we would have got that on the GoPro or the uh, video, the regular video. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because, it, I think it was very unique to the situation. I, I think that in the, in that, it, it, to put it in a, in layman's terms, that it, it paid for itself that night. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying. That thing has paid for itself time and time again. Agreed. Oh yeah, since then, yeah, a thousand times. But I mean, and that's just that's just a little bit of equipment. But I want to ask a question, and 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 I want to get your take on it. Both of, I'd like to get both your takes. And Beth, what do you think is the most critical? What's the minimal amount of of equipment that you that you could start out with, and what would be your advice to people? since you've been doing this a lot longer than me, what, what would your advice to people be as, as the, the things to, to get first? The, what do you think would be the best thing for a person to start with? And I, I'll go with you first, uh, John, and you let you see. And then we'll go to John. You, you first, John. What would you think would be – what equipment would you suggest for someone who was just starting out? The, the minimal, you know, that they could do without spending a whole lot of money, what would you suggest? Well, I mean, Johnny's already touched on, uh, you know, your – cell phone that's in your pocket i mean that's not a cheap piece of equipment but a lot of people have them um don't yeah it's pretty common yeah yeah don't get any extra apps or anything like that most most uh cell phones already have camera video audio and that and a flashlight those are the, uh, the main things that you need um but as far as a single piece of equipment that we use uh on our investigations probably i'm a camera guy uh, I love right. I love uh, uh, I'm, I I love taking uh, pictures. Um, I would probably go with the good digital camera. Yeah, and John, and by the way, John is an excellent photographer for this type of stuff. He he really covers a room when he does it. So, oh, you never know what what's you know going to where an entity is going to be. You gotta right. cover it. So that would be your your suggestion for the most important thing you could. Could start out with as a new, uh, as as a new as, person. As far as uh, as far as equipment, yes. Right. What about you, Johnny? What would you suggest? Are you asking physical equipment? 
Yeah, like saying, if, a physical if, if object. New to this, and they, yeah, this the per- persons were new to this, and they wanted to get into it, but they didn't have a whole lot of money to get started or that type of stuff. What would you say would be the best pieces of equipment that they could start with, and to help them get the most out of it? A pad and a pencil. Pad and a pencil. There you go. Well, see, yeah. that's how you started, right? So yeah. that's not a bad. The, a pad and pencil. The reason I say think, that, right. yeah, the reason I say that is, and I'm glad you asked this question to the group too, because that's what I wanted to talk about at the end of this part was, um, and we've got another thing to get into in, in just a minute, but um, we we want to um, realize that there's a lot of people out there that have been thinking about the paranormal for years, yeah. you know, have been seeing it on TV and maybe even went to a cafe camp or took a class or you know uh, and and they want to get into it but and and i've had this said to me so many times that i would love to do what you do but i can't afford it right and i tell them every time i tell them I, you don't need any money to start this all you need is opportunity willingness open mind and skepticism that's exactly. it that's all you need and i say a pad and a pencil because that's readily available to anybody you can go to mom's yeah. drawer and grab a pad you know or to the kitchen junk drawer and grab a pencil you know and and i say that because that way i would never say nothing it's a good thing to start out with that's what i've heard people say that before you don't need any equipment to go to go uh air quotes ghost hunting you don't need any equipment. Right. you can just go out and do it i disagree with that i say a pad a pencil because not only can you record stuff that you saw but you can record stuff that you did wrong. That's what I did when I first started. I would write down stuff and I was like, you know what? That was kind of stupid. I think I would have, that would have situation would have went a lot better if had I done it differently. And I would write that down. That way I'm learning, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm teaching Johnny not to be stupid. And that is a full time job. Full <laughs> time <laughs> job. Is that what all those pads and, and everything at your house are? That's it. That's it. They're, they're exactly. everywhere. Exactly. It's like everywhere. a small library. In there. Yeah, there's one on the stove that says don't touch when red, you know, and stuff uh-huh. like that. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. We'll give Beth a chance real quick and then, yes. and then we'll let you take over and move on. What, what, would, you, what would you suggest? I would say a digital digital recorder right good. and good if good. possible headphones a good set of headphones yeah yes. so you can kind of yes. isolate yeah and 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 you know when you're going back and listening to it it'd be best to have the headphones to yeah. help you focus in on it exactly exactly and i, I kind of agree with with uh with johnny you know the as simple a thing as you possibly can maybe maybe a k2 meter you know might be yeah something that you could kind of help help you to guide you a little, a little bit in a pad and a pencil if you, if you can't do a recorder but it would give you something to just get the basics to get going and cat toys and cat toys of course gotta have cat toys and you know it's another cat good toys. another good source that i tell people to is to go, go online and find a local team contact that exactly. team. Right. contact that team and ask them hey i'm just now starting out in this I've, I've never done it before but i'm super interested i'm super passionate i really want to do it could I go along with you guys sometimes? Now, a lot of people will say no because they don't know you and they don't want to you know, take just anybody with them. But if the team's worth their weight and salt, they'll say, absolutely. You know, come and learn. Exactly. And, what, and you can I also mean, y'all did, ask. Y'all did that with me. Y'all did that with me when I first came yeah. in. You were like, yeah. when I was just being the bodyguard, so to speak, you know, y'all were like, anytime that you want to come and go with us, you know, there's limited things that we'll let you do, but we'll let you experience it. You know, and that's, I think that's important. I mean, you know, to, to do that is to, 
because I mean, you built a you built a fan out of me. You know what I'm saying? You 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 helped me make that step. You know to to want to do it all the time. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's very important. Yeah, I do too. I agree. And that's why Cappy, we we're always there to help newbies. We're always there. That's why we do the class right. that we do. That's why we accept new members. Um, I mean, we, we don't want to be huge like we used to be. We don't want to be huge with a, you know, 20, 30 plus members, but we do want to uh, help anybody that wants to get into the paranormal because that's just one more person that we can show the real paranormal to. Exactly. Exactly. And exactly. if you want equipment, that's, that's another thing you can ask that team when you look them up on Google. Instead of saying, hey, can I go with you? Ask them, hey, do you have any equipment that you don't use anymore? I'm just now starting out this. I really want to do it. I've given pieces of equipment to new people that's come along. and said, hey, you know, we don't use this recorder anymore because it doesn't have a USB hookup to it. You can have it. Yeah, I've seen. I've actually seen you do that. I, I saw you gave you gave a, a, a client one night a K2 meter. Yeah. Just say, hey, yeah. just take, we've got to extra take this one, you know, and, and it. And I think that's good. I think that's how we build and how we how we teach the real paranormal to people and not the Hollywood, you know, hype version. Exactly. Exactly. So be open to that. Anybody out there listening tonight, if you're on a team or if you're just now starting out into it and you want to go seek a team, contact us. Contact us. Go to our website, cappyparanormal.com, and we'll do everything in our power to get you started. Because we love exactly. that, don't we, John? Oh, definitely, definitely. And also, if and you're, just drop us a line. Yeah, just drop us a line. You know, even Absolutely. if you're not into the paranormal, drop us a line. Let us know you're listening. Oh, definitely. Amen. Yep. Um, I, one other thing that I would I would say about if you contact another team, ask them if they charge for investigations. Ask them if they charge their clients. That will tell you a lot about if if the team is worth their salt. If they do, run away. They're not worth it. Amen. I agree. 100%. Yeah, I agree with you, too. You, you, this would be something that if you're if you're sincere into it, you know, it's not to say that something can't happen different down the road, but, you know, the, the thing about it is to get you going and get you started, you need to be with honest people who are not, you know, they're not trying to fill a quota of something. They're just out doing it for the love of doing it. So don't get scared about it when you see, when you go online and say, uh, when you type in ghost hunting equipment, <laughs> that's what everybody types in. Right, right. And it takes you to the store that, that sells, you know, that stuff or it takes you to Amazon and you can buy a $400 kit, you know, and don't get, don't get scared about the prices on this equipment because the, the equipment is very expensive. You know, yes. We're not, we're not oh gonna, yeah. We're not going to sugarcoat that at all. I want people to know that the, the, the equipment is very, very expensive. You know, it's not, oh yeah, we have cameras that are that are hundreds of dollars, hundreds, not not just just handheld digital cameras that are hundreds of dollars. So right, yeah, right. yeah, it, you're right. It, but that that's why I suggested let's all kind of look at what we would say was the simplest, you know. And and I think I think right. we came up with a pretty good list. I do too. Yep. Yeah, agreed. All right. Yeah, get out there, explore it. You know, start it. I it, I, I did it, and you know, the paranormal kept me out of a lot of trouble coming up. It really did. It, it, yeah, that's another thing too. It gives you something to do with your Saturday nights. That's not going to cause you a lot of problems. Exactly, right. and it's fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, fun. You're going to have a good time, and not, you're not going to get in a lot of shouldn't get in a lot of trouble. That's right. You know, as long as you don't try to trespass in places you're not supposed to be. Yeah, don't break. Yeah, ball. follow the rules. Follow, follow the rules. rules. <laughs> integrity, integrity, integrity. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So once we get this equipment and um, start getting evidence and stuff. What, what are we ultimately looking for, though? 
We're looking for evidence. Evidence, right, of? The paranormal. Uh, different entities. Right, the exactly. Right. Yeah, the paranormal, with the not normal presence. And exactly. we're, look, we're looking to record that and, and, and document. document it and keep it and store it. And we work all the time on coming up with ideas on how best to uh, store and keep evidence safe from Johnny. I mean, from, from um, losing it. <laughs> Johnny, and, big, big thumb on yeah. all the delete <laughs> So with, mo- with most equipment now, I mean, it, Tom, you probably help out with this too. Uh, a lot of equipment now, they have their own uh, memory cards, uh, SD cards, micro SD, that kind of thing, right? Right. And, uh, you know, we keep, probably need a couple backups on those. Of course, yeah. Oh, and tons of batteries. Tons of batteries. batteries. That's people don't realize batteries. how many batteries we go through. Batteries oh, and gas. The two yeah, biggest. And yeah. gas. That's gas true. That's, that's the most expensive part of it. Yeah. Exactly. Batteries and gas is our biggest expense. But when you is. start, when you get out there and you start finding these things and you start, you, you start experiencing all the different things and all the different kinds of things that are there, the type of, the type of entities, the type of, and you start to learn the differences between them, it kind of makes it all worth it. Oh, you know, yeah. you, you, really you just start to enjoy it, especially when you get to see things, you know, that you, you, you never even thought of, you know, like the one that blew my mind was residuals. You know, that, that, that always, that's intriguing to me, you know, is, is a residual, you know, where that doesn't necessarily have to be a haunting. That, that could just be something that was, you know, somebody did every day for a long period of time. Hell, they may even still be alive, right? you know, but it, but you, but you're still catching that replay. You know, because it's just it's stuck in that energy field. Exactly. I, I, right. That's it, I, I, I'm glad you said that too, because that is that's one of my favorites too is residual, just because of the, um, you know, if it's an entity, you know, like a um, intelligent or you know, a spirit. Yeah, human it, spirit. It's it's there's a reason for it to be there. You know, there's there you know, that person died and now they decided to for whatever reason return to this parallel and do what they got to do. Exactly, but a residual just there's no way to explain it. You know, there's no way to, and I just love that because it's always going to be that mystery. You know, I mean, not always. Right. I guess when I, I mean, you, we've got theories of what they what a residual is, but we don't know a hundred percent. You know, right. what right. it is. We we just we have a theory. We have different theories for it, but it might be that's, so that's why it's one of my favorites too. It's always it's different. You know, every time, so to speak. Right. There's always right. you know there's something to think about with it. You know. Yes. And it's, uh, I, I've experienced that so many times and it's, to me, it's just amazing every time I experience it because it's, it, to me, it's just, this is something that was etched in time. I think we should say what a residual is. Yes. Yes. Um, it's, yeah, it, it basically, it's a recording. It's something that happens several times like clockwork on a schedule over and over and over, be it every day, every week, every year, whatever. And it just got etched in time. Um, there's the old story about the train track inspector. Um, yeah, yeah. He would go and, and he would walk the tracks with a lantern back before they had the, uh, well, now they don't even have to be on the tracks anymore. They can just go in the computer and see what's touching the tracks, you know, but back then right. they had to have someone to inspect the tracks for safety. And so he would go and he, in 30 plus years, he never missed a day, John, never stopped, never. Cause he always said, if I'm sick today and I don't go out there, I'm going to be sick and people are going to be dead. But if I'm sick today and I go out there, I'm going to be sick and people are going to be alive. 
So he would do that right. every single day for 30 plus years. He did this. He didn't die. He retired and moved away with his wife to enjoy retirement years, the golden years. But people still saw him walk those tracks with that lantern. Exactly. And he comes back years later and people are like, hey, you're dead. <laughs> and he's like, no, no. He said, I'm a ghost. He says, rumors of my death have been greatly exaggerated. <laughs> exactly. You know, well, and, I, if you don't, if you don't mind me interjecting something here, please. One of the things that I that I learned early on with you, when, when I was, you know, I, I'm still learning, but when I was first training, you know, um, you explained to to a client one night a poltergeist, and I had always had the Hollywood idea of a poltergeist because for some reason people think that's something worse. Can, can you kind of yeah. touch base and explain to, to people what a poltergeist actually is? They're here. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, the tree eats the sun, yeah. No, yeah, uh, that's another favorite of mine. And not not the, the actual poltergeist itself. You know, like residual is one of my favorites, but poltergeist, not that, but the persona that people give a poltergeist is just so, and it's Hollywood's fault. You know, it's Hollywood's fault and, 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 and old wives' tales and everything. You hear someone say, I think I have a poltergeist in my house. Why do you think you have a poltergeist? Because in the TV ate my child. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. And it's, you know, and people akin it to uh, demonic. And, no children and are harmed that. in the making of this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, John was bruised. I'm not going to lie. Bad <laughs> problem. Yeah. But, I think he had that coming in, though, didn't he? That's right. That's right. <laughs> but uh, a poltergeist is just what it says. It's German for noisy ghost. Polter is noisy. Geist is ghost. Poltergeist. Exactly. Noisy ghost. That's it. That's all it is. It's not demonic. It's not dark. Nine times out of ten, it's a child spirit. And they're just wanting right. attention. So they're being loud. So it Any is ghost a child that, at, from the TV. It could be Carrie Ann. It could be her. She did die in a helicopter crash not long after that. So yeah, she oh, could be there. There's all sorts of things that happened to the cast of that of that movie. Yeah, that was crazy. Okay. Yeah. But uh, maybe it was because, maybe it was a paranormal revenging. <laughs> Ooh, we, we're gonna have to get into that another time. Absolutely, that's a whole show there. Yes, that is exactly, Par- exactly. paranormal conspiracy theories, not political, <laughs> but paranormal. There's a lot. Well, of that them. right there is just to me is a good a good kind of analogy of the real real paranormal versus what you've learned on television or movies and things like that is is how something like that can get turned into something by hollywood or rumor or whatever and when you hear the the definition of it it doesn't sound like such a scary thing anymore you know but but a lot of folks think poltergeist is like oh that that's horrible that's worse than anything you can have and it's because they're basing it off hollywood they're basing it off right you know but, the hype that's been put on it and it's such a simple thing that you look at it and you go really is that all there is to that and you're like wow you know okay so i've got a question johnny okay okay so we've got a residual and we've got a intelligent mm-hmm. can those be poltergeists as well absolutely so so the well pol- a residual can't be a poltergeist it can't it yeah can't make noise. it can make noise but it's not a poltergeist because it's not a spirit not a spirit, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but, it, but it can it can exhibit poltergeist activity? Yeah, in a sense, but it's just it's just mimicking something. It's not creating it; it's just mimicking it. 
Okay. Yeah, it's that's not the difference. That's the difference. An entity is going to create a pull or a uh, residual is going to um, mimic and and, re- and replay. So Uncle Joe's uh, boots coming up the stairs every Friday night at four a.m. to ch- and he goes and checks the windows. That that's that's a that's a a, a poltergeist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not a poltergeist. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's a residual. That's a residual. Yeah, residual. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> the residual. Um, like I said, it, it's it's just something that got recorded, and it's just over and over and over again. So it's like, a, but now it can be just a sound. It could be a sight. You know, something you see visually. It could be audible. You know, or it could be a smell. They've been talked. There's been talk about a residual here. Here. Yeah. Like in this room. In this very room, yes. Oh, awesome! That we're in right now here at the station. There's been talk about. Um, I'm not going to say any names because I don't have permission. But, but an entity, an entity. Well, Possible. there was a person that would spend a lot of time here that smoked a cigar. And there's been several occasions where people have smelt. A cig- John is trying to find the cigar smoke, but there's been several occasions where um, people have smelt that cigar smoke. And, you know, exactly. so that would be exactly. a residual. Well, That's right. Let me put it this yeah. way. Before investigating that, that would be the possibility of a residual. That oh, could still be an right. entity, you know, with doing that energy, but it, or it could right. be an, an, um, uh, a smell type residual as well. So mm. I don't want to. Okay, cool. I don't want to speculate until I investigate. Right. Exactly. Speculate. Yeah. Exactly. Before you no, do not speculate before you investigate. Yeah. And intelligent cool. is my all time 150,000 percent favorite of that's, all. And that's, that's what my I, favorite. That was what I was yeah. just gonna ask about because, to ask you to kind of explain to people what Yeah, an because an intelligent knows what it's doing. It knows it's there, it knows you're there, it's gonna interact with you. Throw stuff at you. Yeah, throw stuff at you. Um hit you with picture frame. Johnny. Yeah, push you down elevator shafts. Johnny. Push you exactly. up the stairs. Johnny. Uh push you over the tree root. <laughs> Johnny, scratch you on the back of your neck. Johnny, scratch your leg and chest until it bleeds. Johnny, <laughs> everything. But uh, yeah, there's a reason why paranormalists or investigators love intelligence so much is because they're the ones that are going to give you the most usable evidence nine times out of ten. They're going to give you. They're going to react because you're there. So if we're doing a flashlight study, we talked about that earlier. Yeah. And a right. flashlight study is is where we take a flashlight that has a screw on and off, and we twist top. Yeah, twist top, and that's how you turn it on and off is by the twist top. Yes, and we'll take it and turn it off, and but put it close enough to where it won't be a whole, a whole bunch of energy to turn it back on, but further enough yeah, away so it wouldn't be a connection issue. So it yeah, it's a micro amount that it has to move. Yeah. Right, 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 and so and then we would ask for that that device to be turned on. And an intelligent would, if it comes on, that's 100% intelligent because it's reacting to you being there. It's reacting to you. It's responding to your commands. Well, one one thing about that is, I mean, I can see an accident, maybe vibration or, or maybe, you know, the, the, the battery, you know, the, the electricity jumping a gap and turning it on. But when you then, the very next thing you say is, okay, can you turn it off again? And the entity turns the flashlight off on command. Yes. Yes. With, I mean, that, that's You know, the, the paranormal field itself has pretty much disbanded the, the whole 
or just dispelled. Let me say it that way. Dispelled the um, whole um, flashlight studies. Yeah, because they say that uh, they that it's probably a connection issue. It's coming and going. And I get that that can happen, and it sometimes does happen when we're doing it. Because you, but you can usually tell because it's yeah. not responding to you in any way. It's just doing it sporadically. And what we'll right. do is, is right. we'll go back to it, and a lot of times we'll pound next to it to cause vibration, and then it'll come on or turn off. And so we'll reset yeah. the light. But all of us have been a part of those of those studies well, it uh, where it's, it, it would be eight, nine, ten times on command and if you said nothing exactly. for 10 minutes it didn't do anything yeah, i can't command that. that battery to make a connection exactly, exactly. i cannot you can't will it verbally yeah. you i can't, can't will it i can right. command it and will it by picking it up and manipulating it exactly. physically but i can't vi- or vocally command that battery okay battery connect Heal. <laughs> yeah i can't do yeah. that so whenever it's responding yeah. to us actually asking for it to be turned on and off where whether it's a one-sided q a or just a presence proof yeah then that to me is just it's undeniable proof i mean because you cannot verbally manipulate this battery and that spring to connect and 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 power that light on you cannot do it agreed that's why we still use it even after they kind of said no we're not gonna use this anymore but we still use it because like i said i can't command it to do what it's not going to do Exactly. So that's that's still one of my favorites. Yeah. That was Tom's Yaha moment, wasn't it? Wasn't that your Yaha moment? Was it flashlight? The flashlight study happened uh, the same night you got the cold spots. Yeah, the cold spots and the light and and the the orb that I got the photograph of were kind of really my two biggest moments. Yeah. Yeah. but that also happened the same night. The, the flashlight study also happened the same night as the cold spot. So yeah, it was, yeah, the same yeah, it was part of that. It was part of that. Same. That was just a really good investigation. That was a good investigation. Really was. That was a good really, really was. My a lot of things happened that night. My a lot favorite of place. Happened. My favorite location to investigate. Yeah. Okay. The, the, my the first, law office there. My first investigation. You know what one of my favorite places was? What? Tally Hill Restaurant. Oh, that, oh my gosh. <sighs> we, we actually did investigate Tally Ho years and years and years and years and years ago. Um, and it was, uh, it did not disappoint. We had a lot of activity there. Um, That's awesome. You had an intelligent there, didn't you? We did have an intelligent because he intelligently threw a glass at me. Uh, well, I mean, you can't blame him. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> or she, whatever or the she, case may be. Or they, or. Yeah. But if you don't want to go down to Tally Ho and hunt ghosts, definitely go down to Tally Ho and hunt steak. Ooh, or oysters sick. or cold beer definitely do that because they've got the best there down oh, yeah. there it's 509 mangum avenue Selma, alabama go check them out they're sponsoring the show tonight so i had to plug them in again oh yeah at least once exactly, exactly. at least one more time <laughs> and i may again before we you know uh, hey, hey there, but yeah there. definitely go check them out let them know that you heard about tally ho on the radio with john and john johnny and john on uh, Kicks Country 101.5 per Cappy the Real Paranormal. You don't have to say all that. You can just say, hey, the two fat guys told me to come eat here. No, no, no. Then they'll get confused with the other fat guys. We're better looking. Eh, well, that's... And we don't fake the paranormal. That's true. No, that is true. <laughs> don't get me started. Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> no. But, yeah, that, that, everything that we do... And even back in the day, whenever I did it with as few pieces of equipment as possible, 
Um, the one thing I don't miss about that is the inability to contain and keep evidence. Storage. Yeah. Story. And that's, that's why I am very happy about the technology. There's still something to be said about the old. Absolutely. There always will be, you know, but there's also, it's still a really great idea that our great opportunity to go out and investigate and get 3000 pictures instead of 10. Oh yeah. Especially with, exactly. yeah. Especially with a pack of 10 Polaroid were what? 20 bucks. And that was back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> which was a Thursday in case anyone wanted to know. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I'm I'm not mad at technology. Um, I am mad at some of the stuff. You know, speaking of equipment, usually the stuff that's made for investigating the paranormal is usually bo- it's usually bogus. Uh, if it's if it's yeah, made usually. for that, yeah, it's usually bogus. But if it's made for something made for else, life, but it right. just works, yeah, then that's the way to go. That's why they should go to the website. What what website is that, Johnny? CappyParanormal.com. C a p i Paranormal.com. Go there. Check out equipment. And you will see what we've yeah, used on. and we've vetted and right. we know it works awesome. and it'll work for you because it worked for us for many years. Check it out. And when you yeah, get ready to buy it, is- if you decide you want to buy it and you want to go and do that, I want you to do them another favor. Just go to the bottom of the website. It's going to say Amazon affiliate. Hit that with your mouse. Click it. Click, click. Really? Yeah, it's you gonna- don't have to do that. You can just click on the, uh, the, the gear there. And it'll take you straight to Amazon. Is it set up now to where you could just click on that camera and it takes you to Amazon to buy that camera? Yes. Yes. And it's through our affiliate. Yes. Yes. It is. Yeah. We get a just a very small commission. I don't I don't understand technology. It's crazy go nuts. Just crazy go nuts. I I can't get it. You ride the brontosaurus. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And while you're there, check out the merch. Check out our, our link to our merch. We have some really nice apparel and, and caps and, and cups and and that has our name and logo and and some really cool stuff so check that out as well while yeah you're there. absolutely go check hey, out our merch incredible. and it's cheap too <laughs> yeah it's it's, it's exactly. it doesn't cost a lot it's not cheap it is it's not yes. cheap it's, it's inexpensive it's, it's, a, it's, it's inexpensive it's affordable. Yeah. yeah it's, 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 it's good it's quality stuff it's good quality good quality stuff. stuff at a good price right? i'm wearing a shirt right and, now a cappy shirt. Get, we actually match you get cappy, today. Yeah. You know, you get to you get to have a little bit of cappy. You know, you got a little cappy with. You know? That's right. A little bit of cappy. No way. <laughs> In my life. But look, I want to tell everybody thank you so much for being here tonight. We love everybody, John. Just the fact that they continue to listen. Hey. To me is the world. That's it. they're wonderful people for for putting up with us. That's for I, sure. I mean, if you can get a laugh out of this and a little bit of education, I'm happy. You know, happy with Cappy, happy with Cappy. I'm very happy That's with right. Cappy. Absolutely. <laughs> but thank you, Tom and Beth and John for being here tonight. As always, I love you guys. Yeah, thank you. Thank, I, thank you. you for letting us be part of it. We enjoy it very much. Yeah, yes. we do. Yes. I'm so glad because I wouldn't do it without you. So everybody, thank you for listening. Definitely go check out Tally Ho tonight. The show is going to be over. Go to Tally Ho. They're open till nine. Get you something to eat. Go get it, you a cold you beer. Not, yeah. then- Tell them Cappy sent you. That you heard about him on the radio, Kicks Country 101.5, and tell them that that's the reason why you came. Yeah, but thank everybody for being here tonight. We really appreciate you listening to us. Definitely listen next Saturday night at what time, John? At 7 p.m. 7 p.m. right here on Kicks Country 101.5. I want everybody to do me a huge favor sometime this week, whether it's a friend, family member, or someone you meet on the street, make at least one person smile because that's exactly what we need the most of. Love you guys. 
Good night and have a paranormal week, everybody. Good night. We're out. This has been Cappy, the Real Paranormal Podcast, a presentation of Central Alabama Paranormal Investigations. Please tune in again for the next episode and download any previous episodes wherever you get your favorite podcast. Thank you.